This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You, Michelle Abraham, your host here today. And guys, I've got a great Ask the Expert interview for you today. I brought on Wanda Allen, and we're going to be talking all about follow-up. Uh, and Wanda, we're going to tell you more about Wanda in a second, but let me just say hi to Wanda first. Hey, Wanda, how are you doing? Michelle, great. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. Well, I'm looking forward to following up with this uh, this topic because it's one of those one of those topics I love, the follow-up. I mean, there's so much magic in the follow-up and there's so many people that don't ever follow up. And then there's so many people that follow up so well that it, you know, so many times in, I say yes. And it's like, oh, wow, good thing they followed up because I would have forgotten about that, right? So, So awesome. Let me tell our audience a little bit more about you. So Wanda is an international speaker, coach, corporate trainer, author, award winning business owner. She's the author of Follow-Up Savvy and Follow-Up Sales Strategies. Wanda has had 25 years of corporate career where she held the position of Senior Vice President for 15 years. She has a sales background and worked with sales teams throughout her corporate career. She gained extensive training in business development, maintaining client relationships, customer service, and having a strong skill set for developing systems and applied skills to the follow-up process. What she teaches is tried, tested, and proven. After leaving corporate world to pursue her own business adventures, Wanda Fo founded her business follow-up sales strategies. She's an expert in helping entrepreneurs, business owners, sales professionals increase pipelines, improve sales performance, strengthen relationships by developing strong follow-up skills. So... So great because a lot of our podcasters are using their podcasts for their business too. Mm-hmm. So some of the people that are having on on their show are people they want to follow up with afterwards. And in fact, one of my partners and I, Chuck Anderson, we teach podcasting for partners, which is all about creating partnerships and collaborations and affiliates through following up with the people that you've had on your show. So I'd love for you to share with us some of your some of your best tips and you know why did you choose after all the things that you did in sales and all that. Why are you so passionate about the follow-up? And it's it's one small piece of the whole puzzle. So I'd love to hear what your what your why your why is around what you do. Yeah. So when I was in the corporate world and I took my first sales position, um, and I was in competition for a huge account, and I thought, and there was two uh, two competitors in on the deal, and I thought, how can I stand out and be different? And I really studied the sales process. And follow-up just jumped out at me. It grabbed me. And I thought, that's how I can be different. And so I have a strong skill for creating systems. And I develop systems for following up on the prospecting side. And there's an extension of following up, staying in touch, known as relationship management. And so I created systems for that as well. And um, when my the bank I was working, I was a banker, that was acquired I was a senior vice president. We were not the lead bank. You know how that story ends. And so a friend of mine said, you should speak 
on how you follow up. And I thought that was crazy. <laughs> and, but what the heck did I have to lose? And so, and I didn't know that I was doing anything that out of the ordinary. And um, I started speaking and I learned very quickly that in general, people really struggle in this area. And I thought, hmm, maybe there's something here. And so, you know, that was uh, in 2009. So however many years ago that was. And it's just evolved into coaching and speaking and, and corporate work and writing books. And so and I'm very passionate about it because it's such an area of trouble and struggle for so many people. And if they would just follow up, there's so much more business to be made. Right. There's, and there's so many different areas, like, you know, thinking about some of our listeners right now, like maybe that are like, have like a business, they have a program, they go to networking events, they can be following up better there. They can be following up with leads they're getting. They can be following up with podcast interviews they're doing, following up with people when you're pitching yourself on podcasts. There's so much follow-up opportunity. How do you, how do you orchestrate or how do you organize your follow-ups? Well, the number one way to stay organized with it all is by using a CRM. Because if you're not using a CRM, it's just too difficult. You know, uh, people are using pen and paper, sticky notes, their memory, their cell phone. I mean, the list list goes on and on. And that's, you're going to be so scattered and it's going to be very difficult to stay on top of it. So a CRM is an absolute must. Is there a favorite one that you use or that you think is great? You know, I wish I could say this is one for everyone, but I yeah. can't because you know, we're all so different. There's hundreds and hundreds out there. Your listeners, please don't think you have to make a big investment because you don't. They're so reasonable. Be careful with free. You know what you get for free. Yeah. Um, so people want to know what I use. It's less annoying. It's a funny yeah. name. And um, I'm an affiliate. It's called less annoying. Yes. Oh, (laughs) that's so fun. I love it. (laughs) So I'm an affiliate. If any of your listeners want to look look into it, just use my name. You'll get an extra free trial. But I don't care if you use less annoying or not. All I care about is that you get a CRM that you like, because if you don't like it, you're not going to use it. What are the features you're looking for in the CRM? Because there's so many to like to choose from and not to go down this rabbit hole of what CRM to use, but just like if you were to looking, if you're looking for one for a small business solopreneur who has, you know, an under, under, under six figure kind of business, what kind of CRM, what kind of things on the CRM are you looking for? Well, less is more, simpler is better. That's it. Because if it's complex and complicated, you're not going to use it. And if you're not a techie, it's going to be overwhelming and possibly intimidating. Right. You just and, up before you get it organized, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that I mean, that's why I say less is more simpler is better. If it just looks too complex and complicated, move on. Look for another one. Right. Yeah. And they're like I said, they're not expensive. You know, so for the solopreneurs and that, it's very, very affordable. Like less annoyings is fifteen dollars a month, one five, you know, the um pipe drive, I think they have a package for twelve fifty. We're not talking a lot of money here. The yeah. more sophisticated it is, the higher the price point, but even the lower price point ones are very relevant and current. They're excellent. Right. And so the things that you're looking for on there is like a way to input like their name and email address. And then like, is it like dates and notifications of like when yes. like you set up like the cadence you want to follow up with someone on and then input dates and then it would notify you and remind you kind of thing. Is that yeah. what you're looking for? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You need to be reminded. And you also need a place to have your notes. 
because that way everything's centralized and you're going to one place and one place only and not four different places right. <laughs> trying to find information. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Have things all over the place. So now I've heard now, I think what was this, this statistic out there that like the average person like buys on like the seventh touch point or something. And I know we speak about this in our podcasting is like, Google now came out with this like 7-Eleven four formula where people need to have seven hours of your time over 11 touch points in four different locations. That's crazy before they make a, a purchase now. So that just like reiterates how much the follow-up is like so important. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, what I, the statistic that I go by is yeah. that um, 80% of sales are made between the fifth and 12th contact. Wow. That's pretty in line. You know, I'm sure that's very in line with Google statistics. But bottom line is it takes multiple (laughs) follow-ups most of the time to get uh, to get the business. Right. And the statistic I heard also is only 2% of sales are made on the first contact. That means 98% of the time you have to follow up. Mm, Wow. And so what are some of the mistakes you're seeing people doing? For big mistake is they quit too soon. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll follow up once or twice. If the prospect doesn't respond, they drop it and go mm-hmm. look for another one. And right. that, you know, you, you become hamster on a wheel when you do that. So uh, quitting too soon, not making follow up a priority. It's got to be a top priority every working day. Right. And the primary reason that people stay away from it, in my opinion, is because of fear. There's so much fear associated with following up, which is a huge reason why people don't do it. Is that fear, like fear of rejection? Fear of rejection, yeah. fear of being pushy, fear of being uncomfortable because it can be uncomfortable work, <laughs> yeah. fear of not knowing what to say. The beautiful skill and art of communication is getting lost mm. because um, of the electronic way work, you know, the predominant is that predominant means of communication is electronic. Right. So um, fear of appearing desperate. I mean, there's just so many fears that are associated with following up. So it's really getting, don't let the fear be on top of you, you know, get on top of it. And, um, and so that you will take the action you need to take to get more sales and grow your business and get to your dream and vision. Right. And should we be automating our follow-up? Well, the 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 CRM automates who you need to follow up with and right. when okay but we are human beings and so we do need that human interaction you've got to create a relationship you've got to develop it and i believe that many people because there's so much fear around follow up they hide behind the electronic automated ways of following up right Um, because I believe the most effective tool we have is the one that's used the least. And it's the phone for it's originally to intended purpose, not for texting, emailing that because I can cover with you in a five minute conversation. What could take three emails in two days, right? (laughs) And there's a lot of fear around the phone for a variety of reasons. And um, so people don't use it. They don't use it and they come up with all kinds of reasons why it's okay not to. 
Right. <laughs> I don't use it because I I'm afraid afraid of it answering my phone. <laughs> I'm just afraid of like all the random crazy weird calls I get these days. <laughs> so you want to be buying a vacation or winning something or like a next thing I know I've like won the lottery or my cousin's in jail or something like some weird thing like that. <laughs> I just don't answer my phone anymore. <laughs> but well, hopefully the people I'm calling do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, so a lot of people will say, well, nobody answers their phone, Mm -hmm. but that's not true. People do answer their phone. Yes. You get voicemail a lot. There's no denying that, but people do answer their phone. They really do. Especially if they can recognize your number or like they see that it's like not a a crazy number or something. Yeah. And you know what? Even if they don't answer, leave a voicemail and they'll call you back. Right. Hopefully, yeah. and if they don't, then you got to follow up again. Right. <laughs> what I say is use the use electronic tools and means of communication as secondary, not primary. I feel like, you know, some other reason maybe why some people don't follow up more often is like, what do you say after the second or third time, right? Like, hello, is anyone there? I just want to say, can you answer me, please? Like, yeah. you, know, you don't want to be pushy or anything. So are there different things you see in the different emails as you're going along through this follow-up, like five to 12? Because when, by the time you get to five to 12 emails, they, they're going to be kind of short by now, I guess. Yeah. What would I say is be very clear about the mm-hmm. intention of your follow-up. And then that's going to guide you in what to say. You know, don't try to sugarcoat it, you know, dress it up, dance around it, because that's when you're going to get tongue tied and twisted. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there does come a point where you do start mixing it up. Um, You know, one, like if you're at the 10th, 11th, 12th, you know, you do mix it up, you start mixing it up a little bit. But, you know, my suggestion is those first five follow-ups are about getting the meeting booked or getting the business closed. Mm -hmm. Like, do not even consider quitting before five. Like, don't even consider it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, just thinking about my inbox up until recently, it had like 37,000 emails in it. And it was like things were getting lost in there, like very easily, like the way Google, like, Kind of shows things and I'm seeing emails and like, oh my gosh, I never saw that one. Or I, I forgot about that one. Or I saw that quickly between calls. And then by the end of the day, I'd forgotten to go back to it. So I, I definitely need people to follow up at least a couple of times with me sometimes uh, before, before I'll answer. <laughs> and it's not that I don't mean to, it's just like some little time in the day when there's so much going on. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's very common. And so the one that follows up is the one that's going to get the business, right? Because if they didn't follow up with you, you would have forgotten about it or maybe remembered it two months from now. And you're going to do that business with the next person you meet who provides that product or service. And that initial person's going to lose out. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a great. Is there any tips that you have for us when we're doing your follow up that would make us help us stand out from maybe like, as you mentioned, you were you beat the competition when you were doing following up to get big business? This is going to sound crazy, but just following up is going to stand (laughs) out because people don't do it. Mm. You know, research, newer research is saying that 79% of people never follow up. And I think that's a very accurate statistic. So just by the the bar is so low today on so many levels, customer service and following up that it truly doesn't take much to, to stand out. And 
doing what you say, what, do what you say you're going to do and do it when you said you're going to do it. Right. That in itself is going to leave such a great professional impression mm-hmm. because again, most people don't do it. Right. So it's not hard today, yeah. but we live in this crazed frenzy and then t- technology has made it even crazier. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the latest, the greatest. And, you know, and I'm always like, well, let's just pull it back a little bit and get back to relationship management, human interaction. Technology is amazing. It's incredible, but it's not a be all and end all. Right. Yeah, so it comes back to those human touch and that connection yeah. point. So I have a question for you about relationship management. So once you're in a relationship with someone, whether it's you, they've hired you to work with them, or you've, you finally got their attention and you did a podcast interview or something. What's like a, a, a normal like cadence to like just touch base with people each year and be like, Hey, how are you doing? Or, you know, what's the, what's a normal kind of cadence for that? You want to stay in touch a few times a year because believe it or not, people will forget about you. And there was a study done that there's actually been two studies that came to the same result. If you don't communicate with somebody within five months, you lose 50% influence over that person. Mm -hmm. And five months goes by in the flash of an eye, doesn't it? It it goes lightning speed. And so you need to make sure it's all of our own responsibility to make sure we're not forgotten about Mm-hmm. And the only way you're not going to be forgotten about is by staying in touch, right. regardless of how great you were, how much they loved you. People forget. It's true. It's true. Even if you go back to like, you know, podcast interviews earlier this year, it's like, oh, yeah, I love that person. I haven't talked to them since then, you know. And yeah. yeah, that's amazing. There's um, I think there's all sorts of great tools out there to stay in connection with people. Uh, as certain cadences throughout the year, like I just think it's just thinking of you card or something like that. Are there any tools that you use for that? Yeah, I use uh, send out cards. It's yeah. a greeting card program. That's one tool that I use. I use the phone <laughs> as one of my what? tools. What is that thing again? <laughs> I know. Um, you know, newsletters, you know, maybe sending articles is you want it to be a mixed bag of goods. Because if you're only staying in touch one way, it's going to become boring and ineffective. And the one way that people tend to only stay in touch is newsletters. Right. (laughs) You don't, you know, you you have that person or those people that you only hear from them via their newsletter. And I'm not knocking newsletters, but I'm just saying, yeah, you got to do more than that. Right. <laughs> yeah, game on that person. Yes, that's yeah. true. But you know, you're not going to have real depth of relationship if that's yeah. the only way you're staying in touch. One of the things I really love about uh, the car, the Sino card thing is that you know it's something physical in the mail, and I have a lot of clients that use Sino cards, which is amazing. I love, I love, I have like a whole bunch of them right here, like right on my desk. Like I have like you know, there's so many, so much eight mail, and when you never, you don't really get mail much anymore. So it's oh. kind of cool to 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 do that. It's kind of nice to have the follow up. I got this great pot uh, for those of you that are listening and not seeing. I'm holding up a card where I got where I was on a, a podcast recently where you added my picture to their card and then just sent like a thanks for being a great guest kind of um, follow up, which is great because it was nice to have that, you know, and now it sits on my desk and now I'm looking at it. Right. So uh, I'll remember that interview because I, it was done in that way. I love it. 
Yeah. And I'm sure that really touched you in a way, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the thing is, it's a simple card, but again, people don't do this because now, now there's e-cards and email and all this technology stuff, but people open their mail. They right. look at it, they open it. And I used to say the only thing people get in their mail these days is bills and, and junk mail, but you can't even say bills anymore because bill right. pay. So, right. really, so now you just, really stand out when you get the, in the mail, like, wow, I got mail today. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, life is progressing and that's great, but, you know, don't forget about the fundamentals, yeah. you know, some of the old school ways are really, really great. Mix it, having that mixture of old school, new, old school, new school, yeah. that's beauty, I think. Yeah. I love yeah. it too. I feel like that's a really big, it's a winning combination. My parent, my my kids actually think I'm famous because I get so much stuff in the mail. <laughs> I guess they're like, what's this? Like, people all over, like a lot of our clients are authors, so they send me books or whatever. <laughs> they so my kids are, Mom, why are you famous? Everyone's sending you stuff in the mail. <laughs> so funny, um, but yeah, it's such a great. It's just, I mean. I'm totally with you on that one. The technology is great, but also that human touch and that physical t- physical is also so great uh, as well. So Wanda, before I let you go, this has been fantastic. Give us some great tips. Are there any last things that you'd like to share with our audience today? I would just really want to encourage your audience to commit. Mm-hmm. Commit to this side of your responsibilities of your job, because this is the work that's going to get you to where you want to be. And it comes down to commitment. I'm going to commit to overcome the fears. I'm going to commit to use a CRM. I'm going to commit to make it a priority. I'm going to commit to take care of my relationships. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's not complicated. Okay. It's simple. Simple means it's clear and that's what it takes. It's not rocket science. It really isn't. And so that's, that's what I would like to leave with your listeners. It's simple. I love it. And and like you said before, it's a one thing. It's like a a one thing that you got to do. And it's just a follow up. And as uh, some of our our, uh, podcasters know, when I'm teaching about podcasts, guest bookings and getting on shows, I call it the big F U because it is like a big F U if you don't do the follow up yet. It's the acronym for follow up. So (laughs) just leave you guys with that. Thank you so much, Wanda, for being with us today. Amplify you. Make sure you go out there and have a fabulous day and make sure you follow up. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care, everyone. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.